0: Talk episode twenty. Woo, twenty episodes, two zero. That's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> that's, that's wild.
1: Uh, anyway, it's you know funny. This reminds me though that you talked about this. I already knew you were gonna say this. You said we were like, let's do something special for twenty. Yeah, and here <laughs> it
0: is. <laughs> you're getting some finger guns. You uh, know what?
1: You know what though? I guess I, I think we can take twenty and say, listen. You know what's gonna be special for episode twenty is that it's just the twentieth episode.
0: Yeah, that, that'll, that'll probably go through. Listen, a what we'll do is at some point, maybe it'll be episode 21, Yeah, we'll do something something fun. Yeah, I you mean, know what? we're what already taking this
1: thing on the road, isn't that enough?
0: Yeah, what more <laughs> do you people want? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're at, this is episode 20, What's Real Talk? Real Talk's an opportunity for us to just interact and, and have real talk about life, God, the Bible, our church, ourselves, and kind of share with you what we're going through, and then using questions that people have asked anonymously um, also talk about what you guys got going on and, and how all that applies to your life so to top of this video you're going to see a link www.theremnant.life slash real talk uh, if you click that link you'll get a form fillable box you can ask a question hey we encourage you keep asking those questions they come through and we answer them I know um, we, we get to all of them that's the plan and if you haven't had your question answered yet and it's been a while feel free to repeat it because maybe it didn't yeah, I know, maybe absolutely. I missed it so shoot it in there again uh, we actually just had Real Talk kind of spawned out of a couple of things one was our conversations with That's our right. friends and us and talking life and wishing other people could be a part of that the other side of it is a sermon series we do in which the congregation interacts live shoots questions mm-hmm. and we go so we got a bunch of new questions that we just had Real Talk at our church we do That's it every right. 6 to 12 weeks it was 9 weeks this time mm-hmm. Um, I thought it went pretty well, me too,
1: man. I think uh, and like you said, there was a lot of questions asked, so now we kind of have a little bit of a pool again, so yeah, but keep asking absolutely,
0: and again, you'll see we've got some not all of them have to be heavy, mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah, we've got some interesting ones, yeah, <laughs> so we're kind of diving from there, but we like to start <laughs> off just by saying kind of checking in, and so how how's your week been going, man?
1: It's been going uh, pretty decent um. I'm very excited for all the things coming up. Uh July is gonna be a very busy month for oh us. Man. Um and despite it being busy, I'm excited. Um with excitement comes, you know, a lot of planning and all you know, a lot of strategizing but you know, which can get stressful at times, but once you realize like what it's all about, like it it kinda removes that stress away. Like, like we're doing all this for the kingdom, man, and that's so amazing. Good. Like that punches me in the face sometimes. I get so caught up in like, you know, I get in this weird mindset of, like, this is, like... It, obviously, it's work, in a sense, but it, it's still, like, like this is bigger than me. And I forget that sometimes. So, I feel really refreshed. You know, I know for me, um, like, we had some issues with the mic earlier. You know, we had to replace a cord. But I was like, hey, you know what? I was a little discouraged at first, but, you know, we got it fixed. And, like, it's like, man, like, it kind of made me step back and be like, listen, there's a bigger picture to all this. Yeah. And we're doing this, for, for you know, for people to know who Jesus is. So...
0: I'm feeling really encouraged. That's a really good reminder, actually. Yeah. Because I've been kind of, you just convicted me. So thanks a lot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's good, man. Uh, Because you can. You can get caught up in the day to day things. So, for instance, you know, one of the things we joke about with Real Talk is there's a lot that goes into it. And we still, you know, you think you have the process down to where it's pretty smooth. Mm -hmm. And then you find out that you don't. Because yeah. a chord goes bad. Exactly. You know, randomly. That's Nothing right. changes. So that can get frustrating as little things. But specifically the little things. So excuse me. Um that's a good perspective to have because I can get caught up on that too.
1: Exactly. I mean oh. and for me, I guess that's kinda of been my week. I know I've had a couple um other times throughout the week, you know, like we have softball practice where I've just I've been able to take a step back and just look and go, Man, like this isn't normal what's happening. <clears throat> like and that's the truth, man. Like, I was I was talking to somebody else about this the other day. Like, it is wild to me that we just take – there's this group of us, you know, that, you know, are members here. And it's so crazy how consistent we are with being together. Like, I don't think I've seen a group that big be cons- that consistent with seeing each other mm. throughout, throughout the week, every day, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, it blows my mind, dude. I, like, I forget – It's like it's almost become normal, but when I look at it from the outside, I'm like, that is not normal. (laughs) Like, like I feel like you don't see that. So, just really special, man. Like I forget how special this place is. You know what God's done with us. It's crazy.
0: (sighs) Sometimes I get caught up in. It is different, and so I'm going to give you how my mind can make this negative. Sometimes, sometimes Mm. I literally go, "Is this weird? Is this weird Uh, that we do that? Like, there's something wrong." but then I started thinking, you know, if you if you look at scripture community the way that they lived, and I'm not saying that, you know see, even now I'm making an excuse for it, but <laughs> it's not that wild. People just want to spend time together. And I know a lot a lot of times people that are outside the situation, they think that the church is forcing that. Like they're forcing people, but that isn't happening. Like no. for instance, tonight there's this sand volleyball they play every Tuesday. I don't. The church has nothing to do with that. That's just a group of people that happened to go to the church who said, "Hey, we want to play volleyball right, together," and like it. twenty people show up. <laughs> that's crazy. That man. has nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. But in their minds, sometimes from the outside, the the negati- the negativity that you hear is like, "Why this church makes you forget your friends and things?" Like, no, they just happen to be friends. Yeah, which with each is wild. Other. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: uh, well, and that's that's what's so cool though is I feel like that's such a cool example of like. Church isn't just inside this building. Church yes. is outside. And, like, yeah. I feel like, you know, we do such a good job of just, like, like 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 we show that example because, like you said, even though it has nothing to do with church, like, here in this building, we're still having church in a sense because, like, yeah. we're together living life, and, like, it's so cool, man.
0: Well, and if each of us are living stones, then anytime time you come together, you build the temple, right? Like, you are <laughs> the church. So the church is out there on the volleyball court. That's so court. cool, man. Um, yeah, so... That's good. That's good stuff, too, yeah. to keep in mind.
1: What about you, man? How's your week, though?
0: Man, I, t- I texted you last night about this, where I had like a, I heard yeah. a song. You, anyone that knows me well will know that I hate sad music. <laughs> um, and people would be like, no, Todd, you don't hate sad music. You literally hate anything that sounds sad, which is true, because I don't even care what the words say. I'm like, it's a sad tune. <laughs> um, but I heard a song, and then I started reminiscing. Yeah. And it's weird, man. Like, I'm not... It's not necessarily I haven't even got to process this with you at all, mm-hmm. so this this is happening live. Cool. Where I'm at is kind of like I, I i I am a guy who is constantly aware of where I came from, which yeah. can be good, mm-hmm. so, but it yeah. also makes me feel really sad about the things that I did wrong. I'm not even talking sin, like just you know how like a lot of in yeah. life you have these different choices, yes. And we talk about this. God's on either side, and I know that the choices I made that led me here were still good. But sometimes I look back and go, "What would God have done if I'd have went down that path?" Hmm. So what, well, if? Yeah, what if? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I wonder um, <laughs> if I go through. Uh, so you know, that's even relationships, and it's not even that you necessarily want that back, but it's the sadness of like, see, I'm about to get emotional. It's just times and life is so short. And we talked about this a few weeks ago, a couple months ago. I don't know if it was on here or just ourselves where you don't appreciate the moment that you're in until it's past. You know what I mean? And like my fear is like I'm going to be looking back on this and going, "Man, I why can't I have that again?" you know? Mm. And I don't think that's healthy that I do that. Um, cuz I've heard a quote that I thought was pretty powerful. If if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. Right, If you're at peace, you're living in the present. So there's some truth to that, I think. And I tend to live in the past. Me too. I just do, man. And and sometimes it's negative where I'll go over all my mistakes. And sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's like, oh, you know, what would have happened if I would have done this? They're not even bad things. Right.
1: Which is weird, though, because I feel like in a a way that can almost affect your identity, like who you think you are, you know, because like depending on for me, like I have like it's an extreme either way, like some days I'm extremely in in the direction of in the past and sometimes i'm extremely in the direction of the future and like like you said i think either way it's like the way i do it it's so unhealthy Mm. that it 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 stagnates me (laughs) (laughs) paralyzes me sometimes good i can relate with you on that man it's tough you know especially the past the past is weird you know if it is so weird yeah like i think if i had if if somebody asked me like like what is worse the Like thinking about the past or the future. I'd definitely say the past. Because that's time you can't get back. That's that's, that's it. That's time you can't get back. Whether it was good or bad, it's gone. And it's weird.
0: And And it's strange that we... Memories are so weird... Because even though that time has passed, in my own mind, I can put myself right back there. Me too. But you can't change it. So it's like, I can go relive it. Yeah. But everything still happens the same way. So it's some kind of weird movie where Gosh, it's like, it. you relive it and you're going, yeah. maybe I'll do it different. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's a memory. I can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how real to be on here, but you know, there's things in my life where I, yeah. where I went left and I couldn't went right. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think either one was bad. And I'm not saying you know, I think sometimes the people that are close to me can get hurt because they think I I mean I don't love my where I'm at. Right. And that's not what I mean. And if you don't if you haven't experienced this it's probably if you're not a weirdo like me, it's probably hard for you to understand, but it's not even that I dislike where I'm at. Because if I had to trade and this is where the emotion can come, you know, if if God came back and said, Todd, you can go here but you can't be here. Mm. I, I wouldn't do it. And that's the irony of it. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I think that's tough. And I think. Yeah. So where am I at this week? I'm in a place of reminiscing. And I believe it's turning into. Okay, so I'm reminiscing, mm. but I'm also. I had this weird kairos moment. Kairos moment is a, a word. I shouldn't use that word, but it's essentially a word that we use to describe what's um, a God moment. Mm. Um, in the Greek language, there's kind of two words for time: chronos and kairos. Kairos is. Kronos is like the time we know, an hour, yeah. minutes. Kairos is, is, those moments in time that freeze when something happens in your life. So it could be a, oh, excuse me, your wedding day, the birth of your child. It can also be bad things. That's right. But they mean something. Mm. And I'm in this place of going, all right, Lord, like, I'll confess this fear on here. I feel like in a lot of ways there are, there are these little things about me, that I have let rust, because they weren't huge deals. So maybe. I've kind of let them slip under the radar unintentionally. I've just been living life, and now I feel like the Holy Spirit's like, "Hey, it's time. Like, Mm. you need to sharpen these areas. You know, you need to get back to where you were." Because the irony, man, is like my faith before we did this, like, and my evangelist, because I have evangelistic heart, but the way I live my life and, and the conversations I had, I had so much more joy in some ways in my faith than I do now, and I gotta wrestle with that. Like, why is that? You know, and I think I know why, and I don't necessarily need to say it here, but a lot of it has to do with the types, the demographics you're dealing with now, and mm-hmm. and you know, I've probably become that guy. Sometimes in Christendom, we're so focused on what we're not that we don't appreciate what we are in Christ. And when I wasn't in the church, even though I was a Christian, it was really easy for me to rest in who Jesus said I was because I didn't have people around me saying you're not good enough. So I just kept reading his word that said I was and I was like, oh this is cool like this probably means nothing to them but we're being real. So yeah, man, so, so I don't know, I'm kind of in that moment where I'm sort of pro- and it's not bad. I don't feel like sad about it. It's actually kind of one of those things of like okay, like it's time to, you know, this area of my life needs to be sharpened and so I'm going to do that. That's good, man. Um, that's really good. But what does that mean? I don't I don't know, man. There's just steps I have to take and because <laughs> I'm a dreamer, I can be so focused on big things That I, that, which is terrible, that something like my own life, sometimes I just kind of put on the back burner, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like my own life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. And that's tough, man. You know, especially based on your position, you know, like, like, you know, being, you know, where you're at and, you know, your role, like, like that is hard. I'm sure there's almost even like a sense of pressure in your own mind that you do have to put your life on the back burner because you're constantly have to try to cater to others.
0: Yeah, which isn't bad,
1: by the way. I'm not saying you shouldn't approach this guy about things. Yeah, it's like, no. not what we're saying. No, because people like, say I'm too busy all the time. Exactly. Like, no, that's about? not what it is. It's just like that's just that's part of that role. That's part of that. Like that's life for you right now. I yeah, and
0: that's... even if people weren't talking to me, so like people that may say, "Oh, I can't come. He's too busy." You understand that wouldn't change how my mind is. I'm still thinking that's right. like <laughs> yeah. about a hundred things. So it's not yeah. that I'm. Yeah, you're right, and I think that's not anyone's fault but my own. And you know, here's where it gets deep. Am I just using it as an excuse because I don't want to deal with my own stuff? <laughs> right. That's the part that – that's the part. That, and I don't know the answer to that. I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think that I'm intentionally avoiding things. Sure. But I do put an importance. There's a good and a bad side of it. There probably is a little bit of me trying to be go. Me trying to be go. Me trying to <laughs> avoid dealing with certain things. So Anyway, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at. Hey, He's well, really got real with you. That was real. That's real, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: dang, man. I don't even know where we go from here. We'll
0: just dive in. <laughs> All All right? dive in questions.
1: <laughs> That's good. You guys, man, I hope you guys watched that because that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. really good. Well, right. I didn't
0: even – I forgot we were even filming. I know, right? We really yeah, man. <laughs> uh, do you want to start timelines. or do you want me to? I can start. Okay. Um,
1: first question we got today is why do you think marriage is so hard in the world today?
0: Why do you think marriage is so hard in the world today? I think that this is... We have not prepped for these. So this is off the top of my head. I think there's a few reasons. I think the first thing that just came to my mind is I think we are trying to redefine what marriage is Mm. when we don't have the ability to redefine it. So because we're... It's like trying to go outside and saying that a tree is something different and so we're messing around and we're trying to say trees live by... um, You know, if you chop them down, that makes them grow. Mm. And, you know, trying to change the laws almost... Yeah. of reality to suit what we want so like marriage marriage means nothing what is marriage i've always said this without christ what's the point of marriage why would you ever even get married have you ever thought i mean seriously if <laughs> no we, if that's, we're gonna,
1: that's that's great i've never thought about if it. if we're like
0: gonna that. say that marriage means nothing mm-hmm. and i think that's whether they want to say it or not that's what the world's saying because if it's something you can just take and throw away why would you be married just to feel safe, well, okay. Be in a committed like committed relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. I think that um so the culture and world is kind of attacking the definition of it. And I'm not even talking about, you know, homosexual marriage. I'm talking about marriage in general. Because yeah. when you talk about redefining marriage, people immediately go, Yeah, homosexuality. And I think that's part of it, the the marriage there. But I think it's bigger than that. I think it's even between, you know, Marriage in general, the concept is becoming outdated. You know, how many yeah. times do you hear people say, well, "You know, marriage is an institution; it's man-made," and it's like, no, <laughs> you're missing the point. Oh, man. And isn't it interesting that even if it is, we still in our culture have a place for it? Like, it still means something yeah. to people, even if they don't know why it means something.
1: Well, it's weird, and that's actually it's interesting that you say that because I was actually thinking in like a like a similar direction to that, but it was more like like cult like culturally. It's um, I think people. The reason why it's so hard is because of what people have made it out to be. So, you know, people naturally have a tendency to believe, you know, the the uh oh what's the word, dang it. Uh I just had a nine, I do this like, all the time. All the so. time. Um Majority. Yeah. So they, they tend to believe in majority. So when you when you look at, you know, like like, you know, divorce rates or whatever and all these things and like, you know, today's, you know, current, you know, state of marriage in America or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, People are more likely to not get married, or they think it's not a serious thing just because of all these numbers or whatever. So,
0: everybody's like that, so what does it matter? Exactly. Yeah. So, it's
1: like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, I guess I can take a step in my commitment to this person because I just, you know, so I guess the next step is marriage, and it's just a piece of paper that says, hey, we're committed to, you know, for life, you know, so. And
0: then, but they don't really mean life. They just. Sure. What they really mean, and this goes back to redefining, is until they. Until they don't make me happy anymore, exactly, which goes back to a misunderstanding of what it is. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not about making you happy mm. it isn't um, it's not, and if it is, then it's never going to last, right, or it's going to be very stressful. what it's about uh, is that choice to love and that choice to be committed, yes. and all the and you know biblically we know what that means, and it's a picture of Christ in the church. If Christ doesn't leave us when we mess up and he doesn't, mm. then we surely need to take that shouldn't, seriously shouldn't your spouse, yeah. right. for just no reason. Well, yeah. it's funny
1: because when you said that, the first thing that came to my, my mind was a declaration. De- I can't speak today. Declaration? But I was like, no, man. like That's even deeper than a declaration. Like, it's a covenant. Yeah, and man. A lot of people don't understand what, what a covenant, covenant is, is. Yeah.
0: Right. Independent of the other person's faithfulness, right? I promise. So, And faithfulness in whatever way to the promise. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the other part. I mean, there's smaller things. Yeah. Sexualization of culture over sex, believe it or not. Like... That's going to affect things. When you can go out, listen, if you're thirsty, you know, this is a terrible analogy, but all you have is the water that you have, you're going to really appreciate that water. But if you go out and you're like, oh, I can have a drink or whatever I want, and no one's mm-hmm. going to really care because the world's going to tell me it's okay. It makes it a lot harder. And, um, That's really good. You know, I just I just think that overall the idea of marriage is being attacked. And so then you come into the church, and the church is uh, – The church is kind of weird. It's almost opposite. So we know what it means something, but even that becomes – I don't necessarily know if we've created a culture that enables people to have problems in their marriage so Mm -hmm. they can work through it because it's like, well, I can't can't share that we are having difficulties because then people are going to think we're bad or – when the truth is, like if somebody comes up to me and says, man, I'm struggling in my marriage – uh, I love my wife, and I don't want to have these problems. Like to me, that's a beautiful thing because it's showing that commitment. Yeah, you wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Absolutely. On not long that's, again, to that, that's but
1: again that's going deeper, and it's a lot deeper than a lot of people tend to think. Again, you yeah. know, if if people are, don't believe in what we believe, then they literally don't understand why we do things. So it makes sense why it's in the state it's in. Yeah, so, I had a
0: conversation with a guy today, just today, over lunch, and one of the things I'm not sure where he's at, but. Mm-hmm. He knows of church and he went to church and yeah. he's dating uh, someone. He's in, and he said that it was interesting because out do nowhere, he's kind of like, you know, what I was talk- thinking about and talking about with my friends is is nobody talks about what the point of dating, like how to date. He just said this and we had just talked about this a little while ago. It was like, what's, I feel like they just tell you, like, hey, don't have sex and then get married, but they don't talk about what's the process of dating. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten that question in real talk before what's, what does it mean to date, you know? And that goes back to marriage. Because if there's no point to dating, if the end goal isn't marriage, then what is the goal? Exactly, right. And what there does is. that even look like? Mm. So even that, even that part has become cloudy. Yeah. So anyway. That's weird. <laughs> good stuff. All right. I have one here. How do you revitalize when everything feels so pointless?
1: That's mm. so good. Um, nice word, by the way. Revitalize. Yeah, that's a great word. <laughs> nice. Um, so... This – and this is – this can be hard because I'm assuming whoever is who's asking this question is a believer. I'm just going to take it at that face yeah. value if they are a believer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. This is awesome that you're asking this and this is my question because <laughs> I have lately – lately I've been in a weird spot of like not feeling – I've been feeling like low, mm-hmm. you know? we've talked about battery life before. Like, yeah. you know, like where's my battery life at? Like, it's definitely been like, definitely not even close to hundred, probably 50, 40, whatever, you know? So how do you recharge? Um, do you really believe in what you're doing? Like, do you, how real is it? Because if it is real, then you are going to read the word. You are going to pray more. You are going to live for others because when you're living for others, God is looking after you and that's going to bring a sense of peace. And I wasn't doing that. Hmm. And, Even it's so crazy how quickly it can turn around because even like my my mind my my mind is much more clear and and this is just from you know a week or whatever of just living it out for real like 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 how real is it well I'm gonna live it out and since I've been living it out again I feel much better you know so if you are a believer um, it's the disciplines you know we talk about this so much and it's and I think the reason why we have to keep repeating it is because it's real man. Yeah. Like, like if you're not doing it, you are going to feel different. You are not going to be charged up. You know, how much community are you getting? Are you around people who are also believers? Because if you're not, then you're not really getting a recharge in the sense of, you know, if you're just going to a building on Sunday and seeing people and they tell you, hey, you know, you are good enough and you go, okay, cool. And you go back out into the world and you get beat down. But then, you know, throughout that week, you're not with anybody. Like, yeah, it's going to feel down. Yeah, exactly. That's good. So,
0: yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, and I feel like people don't like the answer because they want something else. They want a magic answer, which it is kind of magic, right? It's supernatural. Yeah. Are you in prayer? Are you, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus said, abide in me. Uh, I'm the vine. You know, you're yeah. the fruit. Or You know, I'm the vine. You're the branches. Mm. Like, we grow off of him. What happens if we snap a branch off the vine, right? What does he say? Well, you're gonna die. Yeah. Man does not live on bread alone, but by the very word of God. And because we don't think it does anything to us, we talked to us a few weeks ago. So, like, I I think it was a live last week. It's so funny when I'm really in the word, word, and really the <laughs> Scooby. When I'm really in the word and I'm focused on that, it's crazy because I'll be like, I want more and more in my life. My mm-hmm. outlook changes, and I'm like, man, I am not gonna forget this. And right. then five, like a day later, I'm like. I, I don't do it, you know, and I don't do it. I was like, you didn't really do anything, and you know, it's it's. I like what you said at the very beginning, where you said, "Do you really believe this?" Because if you're a Christian, you have to accept this simple fact: yes, you are not of this world anymore. Mm-hmm. You are here. This is not your home, um, and you require more sustenance than just the bread on your plate. You need more so than that good. to be healthy, and it's I deeper. really feel that. The other thing I would say, and this is. Here's some tangible, even more tangible vices. Stop being inward focused. I, it's funny. Psychologists, um, they're a Christian psychologist. But let's say secular psychologists, sure. sociologists will even say that for depressed people, people that are struggling – to go out and serve. Isn't that interesting? That even though they don't know where it's coming from, it's a biblical principle. Stop putting yourself number one necessarily, and focus on serving people, loving people. And it's funny because the more you do that, the more alive you feel. Oh,
1: it's so true, man.
0: So I think that's another thing to do is look for opportunities to get involved and Absolutely. An
1: well, it's it's weird, man, because in, in this makes sense to me that people keep asking like a similar question. Yeah. Because you know, it reminds me of the Bible of how you know God is continued had to answer the same thing over yeah. and over. Yeah. You know yeah and that's the thing is I feel like people are almost looking for like this sort of like like non like cliche answer but like that's the thing is like like it's not cliche it's just truth that's what you have to do
0: people just you know, don't want to do what they work do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah they want <laughs> or, it more they they're it.
1: looking for you know some sort of excuse and this can be me too so I'm not oh, pointing fingers. Shirt. if anything I'm pointing at myself um, they're looking for excuses to not have to change the way they live <sighs>
0: Man, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, they wanna they want their cake and eat it too. Kinda. Right.
1: Cool. Um, let's see. Next question we got. <laughs> uh this is a non serious one. <laughs> what do you think of Meggings, merces, and men's
0: rompers? <laughs> First of all, this is a serious one. Meggings, uh, <laughs> I assume, are male leggings, right? Yes, yes that's right. And I'm what was the second Merce is a man Merce, purse. A man purse, yeah. And then a men's romper, which I, I know mean. what those are. I will, uh, they disgust me. <laughs> I, uh, I am disgusted by them. Um, uh, I have worn compression pants. That's what I call them. Yes. Uh, under my athletic gear in cold <laughs> weather. Yeah. I do not wear decorative <laughs> meggings out and about. Um, I I don't have anything else to say except that I'm disgusted. So, <laughs> if you're a person that wears those, I'm sorry. Not, I'm disgusted. Not with you. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, with,
1: not with you. Oh, I just not with your... you. Oh, I just, that's
0: not my style. My man. vision
1: went away. Oh, I laughed that's so not again. I was huh? That was good. That's um, Anyway, <laughs> what are your
0: thoughts on? <laughs> please, if you say you're into them, I'm leaving right Listen, now.
1: Listen, Meggings is no go please AJ
0: don't say this well I just said making this is a go yeah but you're setting it up to say one of them's okay
1: <laughs> Merce's is debatable because it, I, I, it depends on what a merce is I think it ha- you know cause like what if is, is there a difference between a merce and a fanny pack cause I don't know if you've seen the fashion like 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 <laughs>
0: On. I, don't, I don't know. If, if you're gonna seen, say fashionable I, fanny pack, listen I'm, listen. I'm listening. I've seen people wear
1: wear them around their waist, which has been a thing. That was like a. Big Those are 90s. fanny packs. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But I've also seen people kind of like drape it over the shoulder, where they click it, and it's like like chilling here or wherever, and they can like zip it and like put it. I don't know if that's like a. I don't. What know.
0: does that look like? That's strapped across them. There, is like it convers- a satchel? Like an Indiana Jones satchel? I don't think so. Or, a satchel,
1: oh. so it's not.
0: So you're talking a tiny little bag that they put across. That's a purse. That's so called so a purse. So it's a purse then.
1: So people are turning <coughs> fanny packs into merces, essentially, I guess. Well,
0: okay. Are you at a theme park wearing your fanny pack?
1: <laughs> I've seen people just out and about
0: with it. Okay. So I'm asking you. Okay. <laughs> is the person in a situation. Where they need their hands free, you need to carry a lot of things such as uh, bug spray and you know sunscreen. I don't have a problem with a fanny pack in a situation. Are we talking day-to-day life? I'm going to Taco Bell and I pull my money out of my MERS.
1: Nah, man, this is purely like fashion. Like I've seen it, like it's a thing. So
0: we're not talking like a leather no, ant- like, this then, is straight. Up- you're okay with that, that's what you're telling me.
1: I feel like some people can pull it off no, that's and ask me.
0: I'm asking you <laughs> if you are okay with this.
1: Uh, I'm 50 50 on it. I'm 50 50.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't know what else to say. sorry.
1: It. Men's rompers. I'm also no. It's it's that's a no go. The only thing I would find at least a little acceptable would be the merce, and I say oh, I with... thought
0: you were going to give me the going to give an addendum to the romper. No,
1: no, 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 no. The only thing I would, in that, like I said, 50 50 on it is the merce. So
0: let me. So you're telling me. If someone buys you a Merce, uh-huh. you're going to wear it. I'm not.
1: I don't think I can pull it off. Yeah.
0: I, I have nothing else to say. This is very important. I don't know what else to say. Fanny packs are okay in my book if you're at a theme park or in some kind of place. Maybe you're a tourist. A tourist? Uh, <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. That is one. we're talking about a purse. Even the name itself. You want to oh. wear something called a purse, a man purse. That's what it's called. They just don't, they're getting rid of the P and putting an M and thinking it's okay. So call it what it is. All right. Moving on. Indiana Jones satchels. I'm fine with them. Leather satchel. You know, oh, you know, that a was, messenger bag. I'm that okay, was, okay with them. That's I think a they're cool. Thing.
1: Oh, this is, might be the best episode of all. Okay. Time. This is great.
0: Alright, so moving forward to things that don't disgust us, or me. Um, back to more serious. Okay. How do you convince someone who is bitter toward life to go to church with you without trying to hogtie them and throw them in the trunk? What do I say to them? Well, it sounds like they're, they're going, they're wanting someone to go to church with them. Yeah, they're just... Now, what's interesting, they said bitter toward life. Yeah. And then they said, what do I say to them to kind of motivate them to go to church? Mm-hmm. So it sounds We like, don't have yeah. a lot of details. So. No,
1: it sounds like they're just just—they're very adamant about not trying to make, like feel like they're shoving it down their throat essentially.
0: Like they want to get them to go, but they feel like the only way they can is if they throw them in a the trunk. Mm-hmm. Do, we have any, do you have any words that would maybe help them?
1: Well, first off, I just want to encourage you. It's cool that you're trying to invite people.
0: Sure, yeah, um, that's good. So
1: that's a good way to start this. Um, another thing is to remember that, you're only in control of yourself. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah. Um, you cannot force people to do things, even if it's something as important as going to church. You can't force that on people. Um, your job is to plant the seed. Let them know hmm. that that option is there. Um, and then after that, all you can do is love them. And hopefully through that love, they will they will realize, like, hey, this is special. Let's go to this place that they're talking about. Um, you know, you don't have to...
0: I think that's really good, man. Yeah, I think
1: consistency like 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 I wouldn't worry about having to ask them every week, you know, cuz if that's what you're doing, maybe that's that maybe that's it, it's annoying them or something, but you know, if you've offered, there it is, that's the seed that's been planted and then in order to try to water that seed, you just show them love like Jesus.
0: Yeah, and I I'm going to assume for I guess for the sake of this for me, I agree 100% I want mm-hmm. that this person isn't a Christian. And I want to point out and I think sometimes we can get Confused on this. It's good to invite people to church that aren't Christians because they get to see the communion stuff too. But remember, the church won't save them. Jesus saves them. That's right. And you can tell them about Jesus without them being at church. That's so good, And man. so maybe they're not willing to go to church, then bring church to them. Right? Tell them because you are a living stone, the Bible says. The Holy Spirit's in you, so tell them and, and show them with your life and your words um, who Jesus is and how he, you know, can help heal that bitterness. The other thing I was thinking about is if they look at your life and they see you on a daily basis, it sounds like this is someone close to them. Mm-hmm. What do they see? Do they see someone that is bitter? Do they see someone mm-hmm. that's miserable? Because right. the why, question is, why, why would I want to go? To go. Yeah, exactly. And maybe it's not you, but let's just—that's one of the things because it goes back to controlling me. If I'm in that situation, I'm like, well, is my life even something they would want? Like, right? What am I putting out that? To them? Yeah, that's but I, good, but man. the other thing to remember is like, you're called to tell people about. It. Don't don't just put that on the church. You are the church. You tell them about Jesus too in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we talked about, I like the way that's tr- really translated in uh, the end of Matthew when he's the Great Commission. He says, as you go, you know, as you go out, your li- go about your life, tell people about Jesus and show them who he is. And so that, that but being encouraged. I agree with him. I think it's really cool. It shows your heart that even when someone's bitter and upset, you want to still get them there because you know that at the church, they're worshiping and the only person that can really heal that bitterness—that's that's, so that's good. If they are a Christian, a little different, um, but same thing, you know. Of just trying to dig into that, why, you know, what mm-hmm. what is it about? A lot of times, what I like to say to people too is saying, "Think about this. Why are you so against going?"
1: Because
0: mm. sometimes that's proof. Like, I'll go anywhere. if a, if a buddy asks if you ask them to go anywhere else and they would say yes. Sometimes a deep question can be, "Why is it that you would go anywhere else with me, but you won't go to church?" Mm. That that's makes good. them think and go, hmm. Absolutely. Because sometimes that's proof, man, that there's something deep spiritual going on there. Whew. Anyway. That's good. Yeah. I think, Are uh, you, you're up.
1: Okay. Oh, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, next question. I have a lot of problems, uh, legal and physical. I accepted Jesus. I thought he would take care of all my problems and they would go away. That's... Um, so this isn't necessarily, I guess, a question, but it's just more like a... Hurt, yeah, yeah, exactly. I have
0: a lot of problems legal, physical. I accepted Jesus, and I thought that he would take care of all my problems and they would go away. It kind of depends on what you mean by taking care of one of the things that well, first of all, let me tell you, I don't want to give you, I don't want to sit here and say, Hey, if you just pray more, you know, your physical things will go away, or you know, it's something on you. Because the truth is, I've been there, and it like with all these issues, and you kind of wonder, Where is God in the midst of it? Something you got to keep in mind, and one of the reasons I love Jesus is he doesn't lie to us, mm-hmm. and he says, "In this life, you will have many trials and tribulations, but yes. fear not. I have overcome the world." He doesn't promise to to take care of your problems by preventing them. Mm-hmm. He promises that in the midst of this brokenness of this world, and as he's changing us and preparing us, and before that, he will get us through it, and that he will enable us to get through those tough times. God, and so, so good. Yeah, and sometimes that's hard to remember because mm-hmm. we don't. You know, when you're hurting, you want it to go away, and you start to go, God, why would you let this happen? And remember, God doesn't make um, that stuff happen. This is a sinful world and brokenness. And you know, again, we've talked about this so many times. The end of Revelation shows me the heart of God so much. When God says, um, you know, I will uh, wipe away every tear, for there'll be no more crying or pain or death anymore. For the old things have passed away. Behold, the new. Like this, what he what he wants for us is to change us into more like Him on this earth, and for us to be a light. And then someday he's going to fix it also. Just be encouraged that he's still there. That's right. That he will answer your prayers, that he hasn't forgotten you, that he will get you through it. And I will share this. He even said legal stuff. You know, I remember I didn't have anything huge, but it was um, it was a license thing when I was like younger. And I was in an accident when I was 16. It's just weird. And I'm telling you, I watched God. And it didn't happen when I wanted it to. But I think it prepared me. And I've seen miracles happen. Mm-hmm. And I've seen stuff happen. And you just have to believe that. And and cling to that, and the faith is knowing that God can, and move in your life and change those circumstances. But even if He doesn't, that He will enable you and empower you to get through those circumstances. That's
1: right. You gotta get, and that's that's the key difference, man. Like like there's there will be no full, you know, like 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 nothing, like not everything's just gonna dissolve away. But like He's gonna get you through it. If it doesn't, yeah. And that makes me think, you know, and you've you've said this one time, and it's always stuck with me. I always remember it, which is. You know, following Jesus, it doesn't make life um, easier. It makes it better. Mm, yeah. So it's you know, it doesn't necessarily mean all those things are going to go away. Like you said, he's going to get you through it. So it's
0: that's good. awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sorry. We're, I don't know who you are, but we'll pray for you because God knows who you are. So mm. hang in there. And and if you hear this and you're still struggling, shoot us another message. We'd love to, you know, step beside you in any way we can and, and help you and walk it out with you. So. Absolutely. Alright, this is an interesting question, so we may have to mess with it a little bit. It says, okay. in your experience with your relationship with God, okay. when you're trying to follow his path for your life and not your path, what does that look like for you? So sort of like, can you tell a difference between when you're sort of following what you feel like he wants you to do versus what you want to do sometimes, and are, are they different sometimes? Yeah,
1: um, That's I had island. a smile come across my face because like, yeah, I immediately like it like it hit me, um. The things I specifically do don't necessarily change, hmm. but the the outcome of how I feel does. Hmm. Um, so, for example, you know, I love music. Um, if I'm selfishly um, trying to portray music, um, it tends to feel more empty. Um, but if I do it for God, um, I just, like, it feels better. Like, hmm. I can actually feel a difference in me. It's, it, I can't explain it. It's just different. Um, or, let's say, even serving, doing this. If I... A good a good example I have is uh, when we did our Reignite week, when we went out and did our... We called it like Remnant Rush. Yeah. Where we went out and we just kind of served the community. Um, if I could have easily went into that selfishly going, I'm going to feel good about myself because I'm helping people by giving people money. Mm. But instead, I... And this is, and I admitted this, I'm a words of affirmation person. God knows that. He knows me better than myself. So Mm -hmm. if I go into something thinking, I'm doing this for me, even though it doesn't look like I am, if I do that, it still feels empty. I still feel bad about myself. Even though in that moment, I may feel good when I go to sleep. When I go to lay there, I go, man, I still suck. Mm -hmm. But during that time, I didn't even think about me. Not once, which is weird. Like, it was one of those supernatural things where I just knew that this was for God, and I knew that that was my purpose at that moment was, this is not about AJ. And this is about the kingdom, this is about showing people God's love, and man, um, I had a moment where, you know, gave this lady some money, and you know, she started breaking down, crying, she gave me a hug, and then, you know, once again, I was like, that was amazing, like, like I thought that was enough, and then. Like I said, God knows I'm a words of affirmation person. This lady somehow finds our website, submit puts in a submission, which takes a lot of work. Like she didn't she couldn't just submit something, she had to like, do like an email, all these things, and she decided to go through with it and she just typed up this thing about the experience she had with me and it was just like, Man, like there it was. He gave it to me.
0: Even though you didn't do it for that reason. <laughs> that's right. He still
1: said, you know, it was more, it's one of those moments where he was just like, Well done, here you go. Oh, this man, is what you need. It's
0: powerful. <sighs>
1: and like that's what I mean. I didn't necessarily do anything differently from what I normally do, but that it was, it was the perspective in my head. Um,
0: it's good, man. So, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I th- actually, I think, again, this going to sound so weird. People, I think we just talk all the time. I think it's the Holy Spirit. We do talk a lot. But I think mm-hmm. I just told you this the other day where I, you know, the church has been around. This is going on six years. Mm-hmm. And I worked a job, another job, the whole time up until like a year and a half, years ago. And I remember – I was kind of – I didn't tell anyone this. It's kind of a confession. So I went to work for a financial institution, Mm -hmm. and in my mind, I was slowly, like, going to pull away. Like, that was going to – I was going to kind of do my job here while I was building this career, and I was, like, tired of – like being looked down on in my own mind by people and mm-hmm. you know peers and I wanted to prove to the world and to myself and everyone else like listen I can be successful as anybody else by the standards that the world often goes by finances and nice things and position and I pursued that dude and I succeeded at it I did and I was making more money than ever I ever did and I it was just I was so sad it was like, empty still yeah man I, I was, and I didn't even know why because it was good people and I'm not saying that working at financial institutions is bad I just right. knew at that point in my, and maybe I will someday Go, you know, maybe I'll go back there. Who knows? But I know at that moment that that wasn't the path that God wanted for me.
1: Yeah.
0: But I kept going, and the crazy thing is, He let me <laughs> and used it until I finally came to a place of like, Sigh. you know, I know what I need to do, and mm-hmm. I, and I need to. And it was crazy because as soon as I fully committed and went the way He wanted, then again He was like, okay, I'm gonna take care of you. Because in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I gonna survive? How am I gonna? He's like, here, I'm gonna take care of you. So, yeah, man, I think a lot of times when you're doing your own thing, it doesn't even matter if everyone else thinks that on the outside it looks good and right and fulfilling inside your heart you're going ah, something doesn't feel right you know something doesn't seem right and it, you know so i think that's part of it and it goes back to what you said and uh, and again that can change sometimes we're on a certain path for a certain amount of time to get prepared and to get to grow because remember the end result is god wants to change us into looking more like his son that's mm-hmm. what it is and you know, to be a light and to love other people and to be his reflection on this earth. So whatever gets us there. Man. Anyway, good stuff today. Yeah. I think we're at the end of this episode. We've, yeah. we've done a, a lot of good questions. Uh, I know we got a lot more coming in the next couple of weeks. Mm. Um, thank you guys so much for your willingness to just open your hearts and your lives to us, and allow us to be a part of what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, you minister to anyone else who watches this. So you're a part of this ministry, even if you're not here at this table with us. In a way, you are because your questions, you're sitting here with us having this discussion, which blesses other people. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. You have anything yes. to say?
1: Um, just thank, thank you guys. You know we're all the way on episode 20, which is so crazy. <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't believe it's been going this long, you know, it's, it's been a crazy road that's had its ups and downs, but man, like it's so worth it in the end because, you know, we've gotten to touch so many people and people have gotten to touch us and just encourage us and man, like God, God works in so many ways and he, you know, we've been lucky enough that he's been faithful to us in this, you know, in this whole process. So just thank you guys for being along for the ride and just the continued support, you know, I really appreciate it. So I uh, love you guys. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Just a quick reminder, we're the Remnant Church in Columbia City, Indiana. We have service on Sunday evenings, actually, um, from 6 to 7, 15, 7, 30. We have a free meal from 5 to 6, which is community time to hang out. Come hang out with us. If you go to this, if you have not liked and followed our Facebook page, which I found something else out, mm-hmm. if you're not seeing our posts, you got to go to the site, hit like, I think it's follow. And then also click the thing that says see first.
1: Interesting. And if you
0: click that, you'll all our posts will always pop up so you can see them. That's awesome. Yeah, Facebook's tricky. It so is. click see first. Um, if you haven't done that and you've liked the page, you're like, well, hey, I'm not getting a lot. Uh, go check that out. Please like and share this if it blessed you in any way. Write some comments down here. We do see those. And yes. um, we excuse me, we appreciate them. We, we interact with them the best yes, we can. Yes, we do. If you have any questions that you have... Um, and you don't feel comfortable writing them in the comments below. You can click the link above, like I said, um, and you know, fill out a question that goes anonymously. We really don't know who it is. Nope. Other than that, we will be going live for Face Facebook Live Remnant. No real talk <laughs> live <laughs> this Thursday is we eight thirty or nine. We'll yep. let you know. Yep. Um, But we'd love to see you come hang out with us live, and we'll do crazy things. I know that they have already told me that there's a horrible taste testing coming, so I'm nervous about that. uh, (laughs) We appreciate you guys so much. We hope you have a great day, and God bless you.